For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, let me start by saying this. I am very excited for the future. Can't wait to talk about it. But right now, let's reset the mindset a little bit. I'm on a bad run. It's a bad run. There's no doubt about that. And I love the Missouri Valley Basketball Conference, but I laid an egg on Sunday. Embarrassing effort. I bet a road favorite was Southern Illinois. They failed to cover. Road favorites went one and one in the Valley on Sunday. I just picked the wrong one. I bet a road underdog with Drake. They failed to cover. The road underdogs went two and one in the Valley on Sunday. I once again had the wrong one. I bet two home favorites on Sunday with Murray State and Indiana State. My two lost, the other two won. Yes, any money mo, I couldn't pick it right to save my life on Sunday. And I watch a lot of the Missouri Valley. I felt like I had an educated viewpoint of where these games would go. And Indiana State's a great example of this because they had motivation to win the game. They did not want to be playing on Thursday at Arch Madness, but instead they stubbed their toe and they lose to Missouri State. That's a basketball team that averages over nine three-pointers per game, and the Sycamores went 0 of 9 in the first half from beyond the arc, and they finished 3 of 18 for the game. Dreadful, dreadful shooting effort from Indiana State. Didn't see it coming. So as my wife always says, it happens. She had to pull me away from basketball for a Costco run to put things in perspective a little bit. Number one, as she always says, if it was easy, everyone would be handicapping sports and the books wouldn't be spending billions of dollars in marketing to land customers on a consistent basis. Number two, sometimes you just need to laugh. Bad runs are a part of betting on sports. And right now I can't pick anything right. I can get stressed about it. I can get mad about it. But sometimes, yes, I just need to laugh and say, oh, boy, I'm just bad right now. Number three, for as bad as it's been, I could add Arizona on the money line. I could add Miami on the money line. I could add New Mexico on the money line Saturday. All got beat by buzzer beaters. That would have really stung a little bit. I could add Michigan State plus the five and a half at Iowa. That one really hurt. I could have had Wisconsin plus the six at Michigan on Sunday. I didn't have any of those but I feel everyone's pain that did. Number four, bankroll management is the only reason why I'm still going because I could have got frustrated, put the entire bankroll on one game, said, I can't be this bad. I'm due to get a win and I would have busted out. So 2023 in summary, we're up 9.43 units. Doesn't feel like it right now, but that's the case. January 1st through January 26th, that was the boring phase on this podcast. We are down 0.38 units. January 27th to February the 14th, we were hot. We were on a heater. We won 26.03 units on this podcast. January 15th to January 26th, this has been our painful phase, down 16.22 units. But you add it all together, we're still up 9.43 units for the year. I hope to turn things around soon. Losing isn't fun. But you got to remember those four things I talked about early. Let's just manage the bankroll and stay calm. Good news for me. I'm excited about what's next. It's conference tournament play starting Monday in the A-Sun. 
So I'm officially bringing a tradition that started for me in the late 1990s to the Twitter account. I'll be tracking and playing each and every conference tournament game and NCAA game first half unders. This started for me while attending the Missouri Valley Conference in St. Louis way back when. The philosophy is most games are on a neutral floor, a little bigger venue, different shooting backgrounds, greater defensive intensity, and a little nerves mixed in. Slow starts are my friend in tournament play. For those of you that like live betting, great full game hedge opportunities tend to present themselves after slow starts, maybe at the under four timeout, under eight timeout, those type of situations. Better Edge, as of today, doesn't offer halves yet, so these plays will not be official podcast plays, but I will be posting once again everything on Twitter, plus the lines for the first round, after the first round are likely not available for the evening podcast, so I'd be betting everything in the dark to begin with. But uh, yeah, 2023 has been the year of the over. I might get crushed, but I'm going to stay the course and I'm going to bet the first half under no matter what, and I'll keep everyone posted on the results. So yes, that is my theme here as conference tournament play begins. First half under, no matter what. We're going to cue the music and say it over and over again, and hopefully it'll bring a profitable run for me here on the podcast. So now let's get to the card for Monday. It's time for me to bet my way out of it. We start in the Big 12. It's Iowa State minus the four against West Virginia. So Iowa State has lost seven of nine games. West Virginia has lost four of five games. Iowa State is 13-2 and two at home, though. West Virginia is only 2-8 and eight on the road. Last impression for both teams? Well, West Virginia looked good, losing by two at Kansas. Iowa State looked terrible, losing by 11 against Oklahoma. West Virginia was favored by five and won by five in the first meeting. Flip the three for home court. Line should be Iowa State minus one. My ratings tell me this line should be about two. Line values on West Virginia, but I'm still going to play Iowa State minus the four. Yeah, that's how I am at times. So give me the Cyclones minus the four over the Mountaineers. Next up on the card, we stay in the Big 12. It's Baylor minus the one and a half at Oklahoma State. So I like Baylor, but decided to sit out the easy winner against Texas after losing the previous two games back in the Bears on the road. I return tonight to back them on the road again, where they're just four and five this season. Oklahoma State has dropped four consecutive basketball games, including a couple at home against Kansas and Kansas State. Baylor was favored by seven and a half in the first meeting, and they won by 16. The Cowboys need this one bad for their NC2A tournament resume, but they've struggled since losing Avery Anderson to injury. So I'm going to back the Baylor Bears yet again. I'll lay the one and a half with Baylor at Oklahoma State. Next up on the card, we head to the A-Sun Tournament. It is Bellarmine, plus the four and a half against North Florida. So this is a seven versus eight matchup with a winner to face Liberty. This one is being played at Liberty Arena on a neutral floor. Both teams finished nine and nine of the conference after North Florida rallied from a halftime deficit to win and cover the five, 79-67 over the weekend. Bellarmine shot just 38.3% of their game on this floor earlier this year. North Florida did not play at Liberty this year. Slight edge there to Bellarmine. On a neutral floor, this line should only be about one, one and a half. So I'm going to grab the four and a half and take the Knights of Bellarmine over North Florida. Then the final game of the card for you is also in the A-Sun tournament. It's Queens University minus the one and a half 
over Florida Gulf Coast University. So this is the 9-10 matchup with the winner to face Kennesaw State in the next round. This one is being played at the KSU Center. Queens actually upset Kennesaw State on this floor just nine days ago, hitting 15, or excuse me, hitting 12 of 25 from three-point land. Florida Gulf Coast did not play on this floor this year. Queens beat Florida Gulf Coast 84-82 in their only meeting this season. The Eagles had the largest lead of the game by 12, but the Royals rallied at home for the win. Computer metrics to say, say to play Gulf Coast. They beat USC this year, but this is the first ever conference tournament game for Queens. Add in that motivation, plus their excellent shooting last time in this gym. I'm going to back the Royals, minus the one and a half over Florida Gulf Coast. So let's recap your card for a Monday. In the Big 12, I'm on Iowa State, minus the four over West Virginia. In the Big 12, I'm on Baylor, minus the one and a half at Oklahoma State. In the A-Sun Tournament, I'm on Bellarmine, plus the four and a half over North Florida. And I'm on Queens University, minus the one and a half over Florida Gulf Coast University. So that's your card for a Monday. I hope I can have a winning day. Maybe, maybe it'll happen. And don't forget, I'm going to be on those first half unders in every single conference tournament game. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.